like what's the cry crikey what no like, it, it's just crikey i sure look lads it's gonna be a good one <laughs> let's get on with the pod Welcome to LDS Down Under. Down Under. That was a bit longer there, wasn't it? It was. It was different. Welcome to season two of LDS Down Under. Um, it's our first episode recording in 2022. Mm. How are you feeling? Good. Good. We've had a had a bit of a break. A long break. Yeah. Yeah. It's been nice. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of been nice, but then it's nice to come back as yeah. well. But we had, um, so you might have seen, we have, uh, we put up one recently, a bit of everything. It's called a bit of everything. We had recorded that one a while back. It's just, we uploaded it just recently. And um, yeah, that was a really good one. So if you haven't heard that, please go out and um, have a listen to it. Mm. Uh, we were joined by the brothers um, and they were just amazing. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> we won. We're going to have to edit that one out. Um, but yeah, today we just, first of all, we missed you guys. Mm. And um, we hope all of you are doing well going into 2022. And I know a few things haven't changed, but we have to keep moving. We have to keep the faith. Yeah, it's, it's a bit strange nowadays, isn't it, with mm. the old COVID and the restrictions and stuff. I think like I think we're really lucky in yeah. WA. We haven't really been hit by it much. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think now's the time where you know we're, we're sort of going to get ramped up a bit, and we'll get a bit of perspective of what everyone else has been going through for yeah. the last probably two years, and we haven't. Yeah, it's just um, new to us. It is a bit new. Yeah, like uh, up at work. Um, yeah, we're getting tested every four days. Mm. We're getting nasal swab tested. So yeah. it's really affecting everyone um, a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing over the top. But I guess we all have our own perception of exactly. what over the top is and what isn't. So yes. So we, we were thinking, we were like, there's no conversation that you are having right now where COVID or vaccines or all that, all that, everything else is coming up. In, it's coming up in every conversation mm. and I don't know about you Rodney but every time it's come up in my com- in my uh, friend zone uh, we're just sitting there talking about it it never ends in a good note mm. and it's always just negative and negative and negative and I find we come out of there angry mm. and I go back to the gospel and I go back to everything good comes from God and everything bad doesn't come from him and if you're leaving your friends or anything like that, if you're leaving that angry, then it's probably something that you shouldn't entertain. Mm. Because I feel like when we entertain it, we're feeding that um, that other side of us that we don't need to be feeding. Mm. And we just wanted to just go back and talk about the good that... You know the good, this, the good things that we can see in our lives right now, and try to be positive. Yeah, it, I think I think it's hard because there's that uncertainty and fear about it, mm-hmm. you know, and that always never goes well for people most yeah. of the time. But um, yeah, I, I think you're spot on. You know, I think that what we need to be thinking about is instead of thinking 
about too many worldly things. Yeah. Um, thinking yeah. about more eternal perspective and and thinking about you know what's going on inside our own home mm. and not focusing so much about what's going on outside it. And it's funny you say that. Uh, me and Pina have a rule. Well, I I could see. So how this started was we were one of the days um, we were studying, and when we were studying, you know, we brought up vaccines and. Pina got really emotional and angry um, and then I just from that day on I said you know what we don't talk about any of this in this house we just talk about us our family what we what we need to do and everything else and we just bring just positive thoughts in the home because I could see that it, it affects her emotionally and if it affects her emotionally it goes into her physical well-being and, and I just don't want that for her being a new mom and me mm-hmm. being a new dad and we want to keep that because Koa doesn't know what's happening my little boy doesn't know what's happening but he can see and he can feel so what if we just go every time we're in that home we just talk about good and we're just happy and we stay away from like you said the world and look at the eternal perspective and what is that we can be together as a family all three of us mm-hmm. so not worrying about oh we can't do this and can't do that more of we woke up today and we get to spend time three of us all together which actually thinking about it now like the last couple of general conferences there was president nelson's talk about myopic um yeah and and that eternal perspective has been coming up a lot right mm-hmm. and at the time i'm thinking yeah you know, we should all work always think more about that yeah but i didn't actually relate it to the whole covid thing yeah and yeah yeah stuff like that but yeah. now you sort of go you know what you, it could have been just because of all that stuff that was going on do you um, ever wonder how they keep a positive mindset like they keep going and they keep sharing messages they keep hmm. obviously it's what we see but they wouldn't lie about you know what i mean what they're facing and they hmm. have said that it has been difficult for them and a lot and they are and we go back to we're not all perfect. We make mistakes, and and uh, they keep that positivity. They keep that going out there and being like everyone. They don't say everyone. Let's worry and that's just like remember mm. God, remember Jesus Christ, and remember that you have the Holy Spirit with you. And just saying that. Sorry, my wife was uh, studying the other day, and she said, "I never really thought about it that we literally." have a member of the Godhead with us at all times, mm. with us. Now, when we pass on to the next life, and in the last day, we will be with our Heavenly Father. That's what we're aiming to go back to, our Heavenly Father in Jesus Christ. Mm. Now, we all say if we're in their presence, we're going to be like, oh, you know, it's going to be amazing and all that. Mm. But you have also the member of the Godhead with you. So you can feel that whatever you're going to feel when you meet our Heavenly Father in Jesus Christ, you can feel that now in this life because Jesus Christ left us with the Holy Ghost mm. and He's a member or He is a member of the Godhead. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how Christ then He's He 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 explains so much in the God in, in, in the scriptures that denying the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit, whatever way you say it is as bad as 
murder or whatnot it's that bad like you cannot deny the holy spirit and abolish thought why is he so passionate like why is he so like don't even try deny though because mm. he's a member of the godhead member of the godhead yeah so you don't have to wait to feel that feeling you can feel that now you know what i mean you can feel that love that genuine I know who I am right now. Yes, we can't remember, but the Holy Ghost can remind you. Mm. You go to the temple, you read your scriptures, the Holy Ghost can remind you and let you know. And then it can also help you not to worry like the world is worrying. Sometimes we think we have to jump and worry just because everyone else is worrying. But what if we didn't? And that's the thing. The Holy Ghost brings you peace as well. So, you know, like the Holy Ghost can let you know when you need to be worried or when you don't need to be worried. Yeah. You know? so going going yeah. back to the, the COVID stuff and the apostles, if there's anyone that probably needs to be more worried about COVID, it would be the apostles. Yeah. Most of them are in the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're the people who can be affected by COVID the most. But I think when you think about the position they're in, you know, they've been members all their lives. They've they've served missions, they've been mission presence, they've done all that stuff to get to where they are now. Mm-hmm. You know, the years of study and so on. Um, and now they represent the Lord. Like, I guess you'd feel pretty comfortable about where you are. We say that, but do we? But Well, I know we don't as much, but they probably feel a little bit more comfortable than we do. And yeah. even then, I, you know, they're probably still like us because we're all trying to be better. We're all striving, right? Um, so yeah, if, if they probably have more of an excuse to be worried about this than us, but, but they um, still go and do the work. They have no fear. Mm. I go back to when uh, Jeffrey Holland had the speech in BYU. I don't know if you remember, and there mm. was a lot of backlash to it. And the next general conference, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna be angry. He's gonna apologize. He's gonna do all these things." Just said his he had a talk prepared and he had nothing to do with what happened with BYU. Hmm. He just gave a talk because he wasn't worried about what the world was thinking about him because he knows his values and yeah. what he said, he knows it's not just from him, it's from the Lord because hmm. he's he speaks in behalf of the Lord. And I go to uh, recently with Joe Rogan. I don't know if you've seen that where uh, apparently he was like making uh, making people talk bad about the vaccine and all that kind of stuff. And then he came up with an apology saying, listen, I'm not perfect. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Da, 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 because the world is going at him. And then I go back to Jeffrey Holland. He doesn't need to say sorry and all that because what he's saying is truth. It's He's not lying to us. He's not uh, trying to twist things. He's speaking truth. So why worry? Mm. You know, and I say that, but yet obviously we're human and we make mistakes and we... We the natural man comes and we worry and I'm a big I'm I'm that I'm I'm very bad at that I worry a lot but then what I love is I always I always have something to go fall back on mm. I always have something to be like wait a minute I have a member of the Godhead with me I can ask him to protect me and help me get through I don't know if, you know what I mean yeah there's that comfort um, I th- I think there's that. There's that underlying, because you have faith, right? Yeah. And and because you you know the church is true. Yeah. Even when we're we're not towing the line, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. 
you still know it's there. Yeah. You know, you still know what you should be doing, you know, and it's just like, oh, as soon as you're ready to get back on the horse, just get back on the horse mm, sort of thing, you mm, know what I mean? Mm. It's it's wonderful to have that testimony where you can be like, you know what, I'm just I'm just not feeling the energy for it right now. Yeah, yeah. But as soon as you do, boom, you're back. Get back up you again. know, and, and it's because you have that underlying testimony. That's yeah. what I find myself. I have moments where I'm really energized and I have moments where I'm like, I just can't be bothered right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's been me for a little bit. And then over the sort of last week or two, I'm sort of back energized again. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, you always know that it's there. You always have that testimony sitting there. It's not like you're denying it. You mm-hmm. just lack that energy sometimes. Yeah. Can um, you go but it's and, beautiful. Can you talk about what you were saying just before we started recording, how... Um, with with the gospel of Jesus Christ, with the LDS Church, us, we we have that thing of we have to show up, but then other religions is tithing if you want to go to church if you mm. want to. How how are you saying that again? Yeah, so I had a an interesting conversation with a um, a lady at work who um, it came out that I was a Mormon. Yeah. So I've swapped jobs and I've gone to a new village and. They all got told I was a Mormon before yeah. I arrived. And um, um, and this person went on to Google and Googled a bit oh, about the church. And uh, there go. and she goes to a, it's a non-denomination church. Mm-hmm. So it's a church of Jesus Christ, basically. It's uh, lots of loud singing, yeah, um, yeah. but no um, organizational structure as such. And, you know, it's the sort of church where the, the pastor's, come from the US they're paid hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah and And, um but there's no obligations with it either Mm -hmm. you can pay tithing if you want to you can attend church if you want to you can help out more if you want to and Mm -hmm. it's it's that sort of you know that one of the new sort of churches that's out and about which is great you know like because everyone's at different stages and um and everyone sort of has commitment levels yeah yeah you know um so for her she really enjoys it because you know, she could sort of go when she feels like, and if she doesn't want to, she doesn't feel pressured or yeah, yeah. obligated or mm-hmm. um, uh, made to feel bad, as she would put it. Right? Yeah. So we're having this sort of conversation about it, and and uh, I had to dispel a few myths. Mm-hmm. You know, one they they thought I might have had multiple wives, so I crushed that one. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. They asked me if I was going to ask them to quit smoking and quit drinking. Mm-hmm. I said no. So I had to explain the, the free agency side of the church. Yeah, you know, everyone yeah. has their, their free agency to make choices. So you said, sorry, you said her church, they, they are free to do what this and free to do that, mm. which is obviously the agency. Yep. And then you were talking about commitment level. So their commitment level is I don't have to. I'll just do it if I feel like it. Mm-hmm. But then with the gospel, then the agency is still there. But then what's different? I, I think our knowledge is also there more. Okay. So um, we make those covenants. Mm. They don't, I don't think they have them as much. Yeah. And and if you're someone listening out there that uh, goes to one of these churches, you could fill us in even more. Yeah. Um, mm. I don't think they have that as much. They don't yeah. have temples. Yeah. You know, we have temples. Mm-hmm. So we have things that we're striving to get to. Yeah. They don't have any of that stuff. So they don't have the knowledge of the kingdoms of heaven. 
you know um, even though it's right there in the in the in, in the scriptures because that's where it's taken from you know what yeah. i mean because before when the missionaries were teaching me one time and they were like oh there's the celestial kingdom the celestial kingdom the celestial kingdom i was like you guys are making up your own things now it's like no go to the new testament mm. and uh, so old testament new testament go into the bible it's there and i was like oh it is there how did i not see that mm. but i the gospel we dig into it mm. and understand it more yeah. but sorry that's off track but you were saying and i want to say we have that agency too we can do it if we want to yeah but i think we look at it as it's a it's a what how can i say a covenant or a com- commitment i'd put it, i'd put it like this right in our church it's all about uh self progression mm-hmm. sort of thing yeah as an individual our own spirituality if we the bible itself is just a book about how to be a good person yeah do these things and you'll have happiness right mm-hmm. um so if you if you follow these steps and you're striving to become more spiritual, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, you'll gain happiness. You'll um, so we we sort of try to stay on that path, right? The covenant path, right? For for some of the other denominations, it's not as black and white as that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, faith is everything and enough. Striving yeah, to be this. better yeah, yeah. is a smaller portion of yeah. that. Yeah, you know. So it's that little bit different. Mm-hmm. The the emphasis on personal spirituality and that becoming bigger and better isn't as much as it is in our church. But do you that, think that's that how drives? That's do how you, I'd put it. Do you think that drives people away from our church or their yeah, church? From our church, that thing of. Oh, I'm gonna be asked to do something now, hmm. but also I go back to what you said. It's your commitment, your commitment hmm. level. Hmm. If you're at a point where I don't want to, I don't want to be part of anything. I just want to come to church, sit there, and leave. Then I feel like you have that freedom to sit there and leave. I think I think you do, but as you know, like with our church, more than likely bishops gonna see you there. You know, yeah, and yeah. They haven't seen you in a while or something, yeah. and, and someone's gonna come along and say, "Hey, how are you going?" And so yeah. on and so on. And people just don't want to even have that, you know, because the the perception is is that that person's coming to just try to get me to do something or mm-hmm. da da da. But really, they're just reaching out mm-hmm. about how are you. Um, I think I think you're spot on. I think there definitely is people that have left the church because of that. Mm. You know, we have some really good friends who were members of the church. So they're, they're not going anymore. But they believe in the church. It's not yeah. that they don't. They just don't want to have to make the commitment to go anymore. Yeah, They're quite happy just not going. You know, worldly things have taken over and that's where they are right now. And they might come back again. Yeah, yeah. But with the other sort of denominations, you come and go as you please anyway. It's yeah. not really a big thing. And... Going back to the world and and uh, having an eternal perspective, when we when we put the world first, when we go out there and we serve, you know, the world, I feel then you follow the world and you want to fit into the world, but you will never fit into the world because you'll always feel like you're not good enough. 
Mm. But what does the gospel teach us? The gospel teaches us that you are a king, a queen. You are more than what you think you are. But then the world says you're not going to be good enough. But you keep trying. You know what I mean? You you get a, you know, you keep going for that pushing, pushing, pushing for more and more. And because you see that person with the big lips and and this body and all this, and you're like, I need to get that. I need to fit in. I need to fit in. But the gospel of Jesus Christ is more of, I know who I am. All I have to do is remember that. And once you remember it, you're one with yourself. Yeah, you're an individual. You're an individual, and mm. you can you can be what you want to be. But the world says, no, you, you, you're not good enough, but keep trying. Well, unfortunately, it's a systematic issue. So if you think about schooling, yeah. right, the job of a school is to get you ready for the world. Mm-hmm. It's to teach you what you need to know to be able to be social, to mm-hmm. interact with people to get you ready for the workforce. And if you said to them, what does that look like? They would have a very clear picture. Everyone has to be at this point. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's why in classrooms, like in especially mixed gender classrooms, they treat boys and girls the same. Mm-hmm. And they try to, they, you know, this boy's playing up, he's blah, 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 but boys are boys and girls are girls. Mm-hmm. So they're systematically trying to make you a certain type of person. They don't really cater for the individual. But these days, individuality is becoming the biggest and greatest thing ever, right? Mm-hmm. So we're sort of starting to realize that, you no, know, people are individuals. Um, and we're probably going a little bit too far into yeah, it now, yeah. unfortunately. Um, but that's, that's throughout all our lives. You're sort of told you need to live a certain way. You need to be a certain way. You need to dress and look, like you said. And, um, and then you've got social media, which just portrays nothing but half the time lies. Yeah. Um, which makes us all want to change and do different things. And, you know, there's a guy up on the mind sites. He's got, um, he basically wants to be a vampire. So he's got, he's got permanent fangs in his teeth. Um, he's got piercings all over him. And, okay. Um, and that's, he's wanting to be a vampire. Okay. Um, and he's made like medical procedures to make him that way. Wow. Um, but that's him being him that they're his choices, of course. Um, does he like go out at night? I don't know. I don't want to see him. Night <laughs> time, that's for sure. Um, but uh, my man, yeah, it it is difficult that that sort of side of things at the moment. Mm. Um, yeah, because like I said, we we should be a certain way because that's if you everyone acted like Joe, the world would be great. But that's actually not the case. The scripture says to us, we're all individuals. You know, we need to love each other. We need to love ourselves. We need to work on ourselves. You know, um, it teaches us a way to happiness, etc. It if does we, not say be like Joe. Yeah. It sort of says be like Jesus. Learn from me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But still be you. But learn from the things I've done. Hmm. Oh, man. It's mad. Crazy. But so how... how how are we supposed to then go forward? What are we? What are what are the actions we're supposed to do? What are we? What are we told to do? In regards to what? In regards to not trying to be like the world. Mm. What are the actions that we can all make so that we are not joining in with the world, so that we're not 
trying to fit in with the world. If if I was gonna give one thing, yeah, I'd say delete all your social media for a month. <laughs> for a month, yeah. Yep. And see if your life declines. See who you are. See in a month's time, are you unhappy? And you'll mm. see. Because you'll realise you've spent more time maybe with your partner or something because you weren't sitting on your phone next to your partner who's also sitting on the phone. Yeah. Because that tends to happen when we're both going through social media. You will stop thinking about things that don't really matter. Yeah. You know, or, you know, oh, that car would be good. Hey, babe, such and such got this car. We should upgrade our car. Nothing wrong with our car. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're, We're thinking just... about upgrading it because mm-hmm. we saw an ad. Yeah. Or something, you know what I mean? Take out social media for a month and see what changes. And another thing me and uh, me and uh, Pina do is we 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 study every day. Like we That's we great. and but we have studied we studied this the, the, the past years. So we've been together about two and a half years or so or so. The past years we have studied separate things and talked about it but she's always tried to get me to study come follow me and i've always i don't know for some reason i've just always gone off and studied mm. my own thing you know it's like oh i'm sorry i'm this year we're doing old testament but i'm doing new testament it's like i've been doing my own thing and this year you know at the start of the year i it it, it all changed for me in january it all changed mm. for me because I just I was like, yeah, let's study together. Let's 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 study. Come follow me together, Rodney. I kid you not. It has been amazing. I have such a testimony of come follow me. Sorry, and for those of you who are not members, come follow me is basically this year we're studying the Old Testament, but the the, the church helps you understand it a bit more. Helps you break it down and peel the onion and understand. Oh, so this is this and that is that. And it's 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 amazing, honestly. And I realize one. So last the past week, there's been a Tony Robbins uh, seminar thing for a week. Oh, it's, you're it's, dropping Tony Robbins. I'm dropping him. And it was um, Tony. It was a free free seminar thing. Um, Pina was like, "Oh, babe, let's do it, let's do it." And I was like, mm, I'm, <laughs> "Nah, I'm alright. I don't do. You know what I mean? I'm 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 good." But you know, because all in my head I was thinking guru, all these, uh, li- you know, all, and I'm like, nah, I'm not about that life. Yeah. Rodney, now I'm in it more than Peanut. <laughs> I was just hooked and I was like, wow. And it wasn't a sense of he was trying to, he wasn't trying to sell anything. He was trying to help us. Mm. And all these things he was sharing. So what, listening to that is good, right? It helps and whatnot. Mm. One morning we woke up. First thing we did, we listened to Tony. We put it up because we were running behind, so we put it on, listened to him, and then we went on with our day. The end of the day, we had an argument. And after the argument, I was trying to figure out what happened. Like we've been doing so well. Like no arguments for like a long time. Not that we argue every day, but it was just it was good. And I was like. We didn't study. We went straight to Tony Robbins' seminar, which was still good, but we forgot about the gospel. 
And I go back to thinking and remembering that the gospel nourishes you. It, it, it fills you up. Everything else is knowledge and all these things can help you, yes. But the gospel literally nourishes you mm. for the day. It helps you going. A prayer helps you going. We said our separate prayers, but we didn't say a prayer together that day because we didn't study together. We didn't unite for that one day. So then Satan came in and we were just, we, it was something very, very stupid. It was just like, what? But out of it, we realized like, oh, wow, we got to remember to put God first and then develop ourselves in whatever mm. way that we can to be better. But God comes first no matter what. Mm. And we need to study together, be united. Because I go back to Adam and Eve. When they were together, Satan didn't try anything. But when they were separated... He was happy to go at the house because they were not in the same picture. Mm. They both were in different places. And then, not saying you should be with your partner everywhere you go, but I mean, mindset-wise, they were both in different places. Adam was like, nah. Eve was like, okay. And not that was a, it was a good thing, obviously. It happened and whatnot. But the sense of Satan, if you're in the home and you're talking about all, and you're getting in the argument and... You know, all this thing, the world is coming at you. If you're together and you study together and you work together and you and you understand one another, there is no way Satan can come because you're both too strong. And he can be like, oh, I can't go at them now because they're united. But the minute they separate, I'm going to sneak in there. And then that's when he can push. And what is his big goal now? To push the family apart. Mm. To to mess the family up and to not, I was told that back in the day, a big thing was eating dinner on the table together. Like that was the thing you did. You eat t- dinner on the table together. Now we have the internet and all that. We have computers in the rooms, and then everyone just goes their separate ways when dinner's ready. And they're alone, and they're lonely in the rooms. I remember in my house. You know, we'd have, mom would make dinner. You just go downstairs, put your own one. I'd go in the sitting room, watch TV. My sister would go into her room. She has her own TV. My mom would go on her phone and we'd just be separated. And I always tried to be like, let's eat together. Let's eat together. And just, and I, I agree with you when it comes to social media, you know what I mean? Because once we had put that away and we sat together, it was beautiful. It was so beautiful. Even if we didn't say anything, we just sat there and it was just amazing. But when we're in a separate, Satan can just boom, 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 boom. And before you know it, we're lonely, we're mm. angry, we're upset for no reason. You know? I, I, I think it, oh, I've got two things to say about that. Yeah. So one, social media traps you in though. You know, like for example, Brian, you've got what, uh, Poly Africa... You got all these things going yeah, on, yeah. right? So if you cancelled all your social media, it would affect you in a way, right? It would affect me, yeah. And unfortunately, that's how they've trapped everyone in. Yeah, they've made it so your business is on. You can't get rid of us. You know what I mean? Because this is your business. Yeah, they've yeah. You got trapped into it. Mm-hmm. Okay. The second thing I'd say is that, um, I, like, I agree with what you're saying on the, you know, when you're together and everything. But to be honest, I think it's more a case of, as an individual. Mm. Um, 
you're building your armor of God. And, and, and I've seen, you know, I didn't grow up in the church, right? But I've seen the youth uh, lessons and the, the primary lessons where they have all the different pieces of armor. Yeah, yeah, And you yeah, put the yeah. armor up, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, And that's what I always think about when, when I'm doing my study and all those sort of things. I'm thinking about that I'm building my armor up. Mm-hmm. So those joint um, study lessons and stuff like yeah. that is you guys just putting more armor on together. Yeah. So even if you're a single person, yeah, the more of that stuff you're doing, the more armor you're just building up yeah, for protection. Because yeah, yeah. I definitely know when I'm, when I'm doing really well spiritually, I have much better thoughts. Um, you know, um, I'm a, a a better person always mm-hmm. um, when I'm in in the church more than I'm. You know, yeah, uh, yeah, out of the church. Um, well, I'm never out of the church. You yeah, know, you yeah, know what I mean? yeah. Um, so I think it's it's a bit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, your armor was depleted that day. Mm. You know, because you hadn't done that bit, and all of a sudden, oh, there's a little area that Satan could pop in. You know, and, yeah, yeah, and so yeah. on. So um, I'm a big believer in that. Um, the more the more protection we have because of the good things we're doing, the easier things seem to go. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still going to have you know, curveballs or thorns and thistles, yeah, yeah, as they say. But um, yeah, yeah. And going into you know having that armor of God, and with the church we have the priesthood, right? Mm. One night, Cole was screaming. My little boy was screaming, and we were just like Pina. I usually do the night. And, uh, you know, Pina, I feel like she could feel it and she heard that cry and she woke up. And normally she doesn't wake up. And um, she was lying with him and, you know, trying to take care of him. And he wasn't sleeping. He was just hysterical. And I was like, oh, snap. Checked his temperature. We did what we, you know what I mean? And after we'd done all we could, I remembered I can give him a blessing. Mm. I had forgotten because... You know what I mean? It's just, you just forget. Yeah, and I was like, 100%. I can give him a blessing. So we sat there, all t- like three of us in the bed in his room, and I gave him a blessing. Rodney, straight away, in the prayer, in the blessing, he just stopped crying. And he was just mm-hmm. looking at me. He started smiling. I, me and Pina just looked at each other and you still get so surprised of these mm-hmm. miracles of knowing that you have the priesthood, you have the power to take demons away, mm. you know, and we were just sitting there and after this blessing, he just just looked at us and I went and they were both lying there and Pina said he fell asleep five minutes after I left and he just fell asleep and he was gone for the night. Mm we both woke up the next morning like that happened because that was the first blessing I gave him after his naming blessing but that yeah, was yeah. the first time I turned to you know my heavenly father for a blessing for him mm. and usually you know you give a blessing to someone that's older and then they say oh yeah thanks I feel better and you know you're like oh that's perfect you know but you just you just let it go by you and you don't believe or you don't understand that, listen, I actually feel better. But Koa didn't have to say anything. He looked at, he stopped crying and he looked at me. And I was like, wow, that is amazing. And the reason I'm sharing that story is that 
there was love in that home. You know what I mean? We had studied together. We had mm. we were united, and we both, you know, turned to our heavenly Father. It wasn't one of us, and we both said, "Let's turn to something greater than us." But first, what we had done is we'd done what we could do. We checked his temperature. We tried to quiet him down. We tried singing. We tried all these things. But then we turned to our heavenly Father, and excuse me. And he was happy to help us that night. You know what I mean? And it's funny. It was the first night out of cause, like he's seven months now. It was the first night that he woke up crying. And I, then we found out that that's a thing. Like the kids, babies wake up and some people don't get sleep. Our bishop was saying, oh, poor you guys. My son wakes up at three and four in the morning crying. But every single yeah, every night. Single night. And we were both looking at each other like the Lord knew <laughs> we, were, we weren't ready for that. And he made us, he gave us a, a sweet little, like, you know, just nice and calm. So our, our kids wake up every two hours. Every two hours for the first six months, oh our kids wake up. Gosh. Yeah, You guys don't even know what it's like to have a baby. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a king. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, giving children blessings mm. is so cool um and i had a friend um carl davies in bunbury and um he he was really good at always giving his kids blessings yeah like start of the school year and so on and so on yeah. and and uh yeah that's always stuck with me and um i was away last week and and i was watching the videos of the kids going to school because Eden went for the to school for the very first time ever wow. and i went dang it I hadn't given them their blessings. I did yeah. it last year, um, but this year I just I didn't think about it. I was yeah. going away. They hadn't started school, and as soon as she mentioned school, I went, "Oh no!" Oh. Um, so yeah, so I thought this Sunday um, after church and that I'll give them blessings, and um, yeah, for the school year mm -hmm. and a bit of a direction for the year. But we're talking about all this because it, we're going back to the eternal perspective. Mm. You know, we're talking about that. Don't, and as I'm talking to you, the, you guys right now, let's try just not to worry about all that. Let's literally try to be positive in that way of thinking. Let's try to just understand that there is better to come and we are told that in the last days there'll it be it be what is it tumultuous times and a man's heart shall fail them and we're told all these things so we know it's going to come it's it's a, it's 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 um as 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 Thanos Thanos what is it Thanos from Avengers as he would say Thanos it's, Thanos it's inevitable you know it's it's coming all these things are coming but how you prepare yourself is how you'll be able to deal with these things. It's how you'll be able to stand upright with that armor and take what the world will give to you and be able to stand forth with trust and knowledge, knowing that I have a Heavenly Father who loves me and I will be with Him one day as, a, as with, with my family. And, and, sorry. and I'm worthy of His love. And I'm beautiful you know, like, and i'm um, worthy and we forget that. i forget that man, i forget time, that every time all the time it doesn't matter what where we're at it does not matter where we're at 
we are still worthy of his love and he still loves us and he wants what's best for us and if you ever think about you know you're playing sport or something any coaches rooting for you Mm -hmm. well no one roots for us more you know what i mean um no one is on our side more than him so but unfortunately we just we forget it in the scriptures sorry in in last last week i think it was with Enoch was asking Heavenly Father, like, why are you crying? Like, why? You're, you are a God. You created all this, the earth, the inside of the earth, the outside. You created all this. Why would you cry? And God's response, and sorry if I say it in a wrong way or whatnot, but it's, it's, he says, because I've created all this. It's because I've created you guys. I put you guys together. You're brothers and sisters, but yet you do not love one another. And you, you, your anger toward one another. So he cries when we we don't unite each other. He, the first commandment is love God and love thy neighbor. Like you know, what he he has said it from the start that once you have those two things, you will not go wrong. But he and Enoch was surprised. It's like you shouldn't though, because you're a God. But he's like I, he has love. Mm. And when you said that he's rooting for us, when we have hate for one another, when we turn to our partner, when we turn to our friends, our family, and we have hate and we anger towards, he cries because it's not what he wants for us. He Mm. wants us to literally love one another. And that's why Christ came and says, if someone gives you one cheek, give him the other cheek. If slaps you in one cheek, give him the other cheek. Because just show love. It's, it's, It's above everything else. So I've said that to Pina and I said, I've never understood it like I understand it right now. That I just have to love and everything else will come together. Like God will see what I'm worth. He will put, it's just a beautiful thing to understand that he loves us, he cares for us and he wants us to do the same. And once we do the same, there's no, there's no, there's there's nothing to worry about so it's hard it's annoying that we 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 do this you know it's annoying that we we run away from all that and we let the world make us angry we let the world treat us a certain way because we forget that we are more we forget that we have an eternal perspective we forget that we are worth more we are literally kings and queens of our heavenly like we we heavenly beings and recently, I just learned that our spirits, when the Lord, uh, it was a, it was a, it was a quote from a, an, an apostle. He says, when the Lord's gonna give us information, He goes to our spirits first, and if we take care of our spirits, then it'll go to the body. But some of us worry so much about our bodies and our outward appearance that we forget our spirits. We forget that wait a minute, our spirits are the ones that are priority before our bodies and all and then our bodies as a gift that was given to us yeah and that's us being worthy to receive uh revelation from the holy ghost right? yeah exactly because spiritually we're percept we're perceptive and we're listening yeah and, yeah and we're, we're able to receive mm-hmm. that revelation mm-hmm. um going back to what you were just saying before that uh, made me think i was listening again to my my favorite talk um which ever. is uh it's from jeffrey r holland it's called oh lord keep my rudder true it's a uh, 1986 BYU speech. Oh Lord, keep my uh, keep my rudder true. Rudder, rudder. Yeah, it's a, a boat. 
right. and um and there's a part in it where basically the 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 whole talk is about BYU uh, BYU uh, booze that's quarterback that's that's basically the title sort of thing and um they had a game uh, and yeah, certain yeah, people yeah. booed the booed the quarterback yeah. and they end up going on to win the game anyway mm-hmm. but he makes a statement in that talk where he goes what would the world look like if if it had my love you know for everyone else etc what would this school look like you know and he was sort of just pushing it out to them that if we loved one another as much as I love you, what would what would this world look like? Mm. What would our school look like? Mm. You know, we wouldn't have this hate, this booing, this cowardice. You know. But some might say it's it's hard because I want to, but then the government, the the those hierarchies, they're coming at us. So how can I love when all that is happening? So what would you say to that? Um, I think you'd you'd find all that sort of stuff wouldn't be happening if they also loved one another and so on and so on and so on. But how do we control that though? How do we control the fact that they have all that hate and they just want, they've been taken by, say, and they're just all that on that level, but then how do we then respond to that? And I feel like slaps you in one cheek, even the other cheek, just love. You control your love. Don't worry about how they're trying to destroy your home and all that you control I was talking to one of my friends once and he was saying it's it was this work where he's working he was like where I work is just oh it's so so evil like why can't Lord the Lord just chastise everyone all together and just help <laughs> them to 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 know what they need to do and what they like just show love mm. and I shared with him Lot's wife uh, um, Lot and Lot's wife mm. that where they were living it was as his workplace terrible and just not right and the Lord was able to speak to Lot and his wife to say leave so we can't control what the environment that is around us but we can control ourselves Lot was able to control himself and the the, the faith and the love that he had and his family so that when the Lord could speak to the world, whoever is there, list, like whoever is not putting the world first would listen and be able to act on what. So what I'm trying to say is, excuse me, don't worry about what the governments and all that are doing. Yes, you know, it's, how could you say that, Brian? We have to worry. This is our future. Nah, nah, nah. When I say don't worry, I mean don't let it affect your heart. Stay strong to what you believe in. Know that the Lord loves you and he will not leave us astray. He left a member of the Godhead with us. So let's hold on to that. Let's pray and let's figure out how we can move forward with love in our hearts rather than anger and trying to bring everything down because that's not going to work for you. And Satan wants that for you. Remember, we are spiritual beings having any... Uh, what's that? Spiritual beings... In, in in a world that we're not supposed to be like this is not our this is not this, where, yeah yeah it's not we're, where we're meant we're, to be yeah we're greater than this mm. you know we're greater than this so we don't need to worry it's a hard one I, I always feel sorry for what Lot's wife because you know she desired yeah you know, so she yeah. turned back etc always feel bad for her. but um I, I think it's hard 
you know, everything we know, everything we sort of do is from our own perception of the world or yeah, you know, yeah. how we live, et cetera, et cetera. So for me, I just sort of stay in my lane. Oh, you know, I like, like that. I, I like that. I don't, I don't let things like the government or what they're up to, et cetera. I couldn't care less. Yeah. You know, I don't watch the news. Never watch the news mm-hmm. ever. But some might say you're not woke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not woke, yeah. Um, yeah. But is that bad that you don't do that? No, it's not. Because it lets me focus on what's important, right? Yeah. So I had this conversation with that lady at work the other day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she was saying to me, like, oh, I know you're only going to be here for a short amount of time because I know you're going to go, you know, do bigger and better things. And I said, why? And she said, well, don't, don't you want to keep moving up in the business? I said, I don't know. What if I'm happy here? And she goes, but you could earn more money if you keep moving up. Money's got nothing to do with happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm if I'm happy where I am, my family's happy, when I'm home we enjoy ourselves and everything's great, why change? Yeah. Right? And every time I bring in that sort of stuff into my life, the, the politics or any of that sort of stuff, it doesn't bring me happiness. It doesn't. So I just cut that stuff out. Mm-hmm. And what's going on with Scott Morrison and all that stuff, I couldn't care less. Yeah. I'm just trying to be the best I can with and, and, and have a happy family here. Yeah. But unfortunately, I'm not in the same boat as everyone else, right? True, So true. I'm running my race and everyone, but other people have other races. They might be involved in government. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're going to have more yeah, to do yeah, with it and yeah. so on and so on. But what I'd be saying to them is it's our choice to take offense, right? You know, the saying it's our choice yeah, to take yeah, offense. Yeah. It's our choice about how much emotion we give this mm-hmm. and how much time we give it. Yeah. And President Nelson said, unprecedented times call for unprecedented measures. Yeah. You know, so maybe we need to give this noise a little bit less of our time. Ooh. Wait a minute. Go back to it. Give we, this noise the less of our time. Yeah, we need to give this noise a little bit less of our time. Because we are giving all the time to it now. All of it. And it's just noise. Rodney, that's probably the most powerful thing you've said Thank since you. I've met you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, know that if is... I take offense. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, you can take offense or not. Um, but no, that is true, you know. I, as, I, as, I, as you say it, I just think about it. Um, what, what more, what, you know, that wolf, what wolf are you feeding? You know, mm. the sweet and passionate one. Or the angry and <coughs> bless you, the angry and <coughs> so the angry and <laughs> um you know which one are you feeding mm-hmm. and you you decide that each morning you wake up, you wake up you decide which wolf you're feeding each and whether you read the scriptures and put God first or whether you o- open the news and straight away you're like you're like oh the world is so annoying right now. Mm. And you get angry. It's like, well, you woke up choosing what which way you were gonna go that morning, 100%. you know. And once you make that choice, <laughs> he was just about to sneeze. There's a third one coming. Lots so, <laughs> talking about uh, money, mm. you don't. The way you hate social media is the way I hate money. Yeah, I was just thinking the other day, and just from watching the um, 
What's his name again? Tony Robbins thing. Yeah. yeah. It was a. I learned something. I learned because I want to go and study something new, and. But then I was like, "Oh, it's so expensive." And then I was like, "Wait a minute! Why am I letting money stop me from the knowledge I can obtain to help me with my family and my future? Because with the knowledge I have, I can carry that on with me. With that money, I can't carry it on with me. So why then stress that? Oh no, you know what I mean? The money will be gone. And but what if if it's there to use it to?" better my knowledge to gain a little bit more to understand a little bit more yeah to 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 make myself a better father because what i will go and study will help me you know what i mean and not bring me the opposite way mm. and that's when i was like oh wow i gotta stop you know stressing about those kind of things and worry about just developing myself and understanding a little bit more because the more educated i become the better i am as a man from my home and my wife too she turned around and was like I want to study something too and I was like do it you know do it like well I'm not gonna stop you no it's, you do what you have to do to gain that knowledge so you can be better too as a mother of this home one of the, one of the hard things about money is it can actually stop us from having fun hundred percent which is which is a really strange thing because you think if you got money you can actually go do things but the stress of money actually stops us from doing some fun things. And uh, uh, a oh, big, big yeah. shout out to the Palalays for this one. But they taught us years ago that if you're going to go and have a birthday or something like that, mm-hmm. then go out and have a, a bloody good birthday. Yeah. You know, go to town, eat yeah. baked beans for a week if you have to afterwards. You know, but oh, make wow. the most of it and yeah. enjoy it because it, you don't get to all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we have been sticking to that motto yeah. ever since they told us that. And you know what? And, and it's and, awesome. And adding that is that uh, my wife, she's not very good at presents. She doesn't give presents. But my mom Does, was all... give presents or just not good at picking presents? No, she doesn't give presents. she rather you have an experience. Oh, okay. So right. she would go and say, let's go do this yep. for your birthday. I suppose that's a present too. Yeah, but that, more that of, is a present. Yeah, yeah, but more of a, I want you to have experience rather than a, you opening something. Yep. And I grew up with, open. you know, you're opening something and that's, you know, that's mm. where you find happiness. It's like, oh my gosh, what is it? But I learned and in the past two years since I've been here, I've experienced so much because of, She's saying a, an experience and all this will last longer than these shoes that you're going to get. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? And I've really loved that. But I've been able to put the two in, you know, with the experience. And I, you know, I still want to open something. So you got to <laughs> work a bit harder. So but, what, what was the experience you had today? Wasn't my Oh, I was going to say it's not my birthday. But, you know, some <laughs> people have that one friend that just makes you do things that you wouldn't think of doing. So today, Rodney brought me fishing on a boat. And me, I've been on a boat before. It's been, you know, it's all good. My first time in Australia being on a fish, like fisherman's boat and that, not big boat, but just something petite. We got on this thing and 
what the weatherman said it's gonna be nice and uh-huh. calm it was gonna be flat all day oh uh, so we were ready uh, he gave rodney let me wear his fisherman uh shirt i was on fire everything was good i was documenting it all by the way if you follow me you'll see the the whole documentation of the day <laughs> but anyway um it was it was hilarious love how we talk about telling them to stay away from social media but yet i'm telling them to watch <laughs> Go my social media. but anyway um we 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 went on this we were on the boat okay we didn't catch anything but halfway well, through well, i caught that snapper oh uh, yeah i caught the snapper but it was like about five or six i won't too lie small. to you a bit of me in my head i'm like bro just put the fish in the bag and let's go <laughs> but he's like nah we don't do that He's such a fisherman. I was just like, bro, we just caught something. If I was there with my friends, throw it in the bag, cut it up into pieces. And if the police come and be like, oh, sorry, bro, uh, it's cut up now. But <laughs> I just wanted to, I just wanted to catch something, man. I caught nothing. But that's because halfway through, I got seasickness. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I have never felt such a thing in my life. I was like, Roddy, I'm not feeling good. And I was just lying there at the back of the boat and I couldn't fish anymore. I was but you done. Were, you were in denial as well. You're like, no, I don't, you know, black people don't get seasickness. And I'm like, what? I've never heard that before. I was like, that's because we don't go on boats fishing, man. It's not a thing we do. But I'm out here experiencing. That's why I say you always have that one white friend that just makes you want to do everything that you would never do. Dude, eat the snake, man. Pick up the snake. But anyway. It was the it was an amazing. I literally enjoyed, I proper enjoyed it, and it's something I can say I have done, and I, I write it down on my journal, and it was just. And amazing. what did we see? We saw dolphins, man. My first time in my entire life seeing dolphins, and on top of that, there were wild dolphins too. So they were just roaming, doing their own thing, and I was like, "This is amazing." It was so spiritual and just amazing, and. Ugh, I, I was stupid. I took out my phone to record it. I should have just enjoyed the moment. I regretted it after. But it was my first time. I was like, I don't want to forget this. But I, I regretted it after. And then afterwards, we went swimming. And there was a dolphin right just close to us. And then there was dogs. And then the dolphin left. I was like, dogs. But it was just amazing. I was like, wow. that Moments mm. like that, I remember I'm in Australia. And moments like that mm. helped me understand that, man, if you just see the beauty, beauty, we could have went out there and we could have just mm. been angry and talked about, you know, you getting checked every four days on your work and just mm. stressed about it and all the negative things and rehearsing our doubt together so we can be both doubters. We could have done that, but no, we're just so good, man. Even <laughs> with me being seasick, it wasn't like, all, it was just funny. We just laughed at it. And as we were going, the wind picked up really heavily and I was lying at the back passed out i like fell asleep i was gone what does this guy then do i feel like he actually <laughs> meant it a wave just hit and just went over the boat and just splashed me and i was like <gasps> and then he looked back and he was laughing and i was like oh my gosh what am i doing here i was just i was just it was just hilarious it was funny, and you right? turned back at the right time when you saw that because i sort of we were coming across the waves and and that's because the wind was coming in that direction with the waves you know every now and again i'll, I'll, I'll sort of turn into it you know and, and then there this one popped up and i thought oh hold on we might get a bit of water here and then I, <laughs> I turned around and it just dumped on you and i was, I was like 
and I was like, uh, and then that's when I woke up. I was like, okay, let me, let me, let me <laughs> saturated. But every time he stopped, because the reason I understood, you said it was the reason you understood it was both sicknesses. Because every time I didn't, un- I've never understood. I, I didn't know, but every time he stopped the boat, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so bad. Yeah. And I was just like, I was just like, please start the boat again, please. So seasickness always comes on when you stop the boat. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. why ferries and stuff. If people are real bad at seasickness, yeah, being on a ferry, it doesn't move any. So yeah, you just yeah, sick yeah. the whole time. Oh gosh. Um, but if you're on a like a fishing boat, as you're going, most people are fine. Yeah. As yeah. soon as you stop. And at the end, we you. were stopping because we were picking up the crayfish, which is called lobster for my brethren out there uh, and I was just like and then we were stopping and then we that first of all I respect all of you fishermen okay what you guys what you guys do is amazing I I tasted a bite from what you guys do we were reeling in the what do you call it the, the rope pot, the pot yeah the crave pot yeah. yeah and we were reeling it in and I was like wow this is something else and I was like these guys out here do it for a no, that's not me. That's not me. I put my hands up and I was like, I had my experience, but <sighs> so that means will I always get seasickness now or what? Yep. Now you know. Unfortunately, it just affects some people, and that, yeah. So what? I'm one of those people. Yeah, you need to be on a real big boat to try and yeah get past. You Why can't go anything small. I, I thought I'd unstoppable. <laughs> go to the gym more maybe I won't get sick nah, all, all you gotta do is take some seasick tablets before you go uh, and then generally you'll be fine right. yeah. I'm still kind of feeling the right. aftermath a bit yeah. but listen after this we're having some crayfish but anyway <laughs> the whole all in all we're truly grateful for you guys for tuning in and just listening to us go on and on but we were what the message today was look at the eternal perspective Put God first and I promise you and I know Rodney promises you too that you will be okay the Lord will be on your side he loves us he cares for us he will not leave us alone we will not fail just remember that he will continue to guide us even when this world chews us up and spits us out just remember to have faith and understand that have no fear sorry and understand that it'll be okay you got this your family got this if you're not married and you're single and you're living by yourself you got this the lord hears you and understands you and he'll have his angels run about you protecting you always but that's if you feed the good wolf that's if you put god first and that's if you let that holy ghost a member of the godhead that you walk around with if you let that take over you'll be okay but if you feed it and you go through the bad wolf and you start doing it's talking about negative and you're just negative 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 it's not gonna work out for you and I'm sorry to say that but it won't because all you'll find is just anger and you'll put your anger in the wrong places so try be positive and just go out there and just crush this world crush your be happy do what you gotta do and we're grateful that you continue to listen to us and this year all we want to do is share good and give by just sharing good nothing but good because if you hear good you can be good yourself you know what I mean 
So share this podcast with people out there. Share our story, you know, our pods, and let's share good. Let's be good for one another. How are you, Ronnie? What's your message to the people? Yeah, I, I think 2022 for me is going to be about getting rid of unnecessary noise. Mm. Simple as that. That's beautiful. Um, you know, what what's the good noise that should be coming into our life? What's the unnecessary noise that we yeah. don't need? And maybe, like I said, we're giving too much time to. Mm. So um, that's probably going to be my big thing for this year. Um, I think that's going to be our intentions of this podcast. And if you didn't already see a big announcement mm. that we as of next wednesday are starting to do come follow me um as lds down under yeah um as we said on the announcement we're not teaching or anything of that sort it's a round table it's a round table um it's an opportunity for us to discuss what we read that week people to give their opinions people to to help some of our questions etc um it is not church supported. It is, it is you, and, you and me, Brian, just uh, doing our thing. But um, we really found there was this gap, I guess you could say, where people do want to talk about this stuff. But where do you do that? Where do you go? Um, where do you go? And, and, and the questions you have, where do you go? Yeah. So, um, you know, cause some of those questions we have during the week, by the time we get to the weekend, we forget about them and mm-hmm. so on. And so it's just a good opportunity for all of us to have a chat talk about gospel related things so it's every second week every second week every fortnight every fortnight but then with the first one is on wednesday this wednesday what's the date uh the ninth the ninth mm. and what time did we say uh seven o'clock seven o'clock uh australian time perth australian time yeah so australian time <laughs> yes <Yeah, it's> <laughs> we're one time yeah uh, first Australian time and um, please come in tune in and share your you know share your knowledge and this is just not for members this is for everyone that just hmm. wants to learn more I, like I said we're studying the Old Testament this year if you ever just wanted to understand what the Old Testament is about come and let's learn together and that's the one thing me and Rodney are big on is we are learning we do not know everything we literally probably know nothing, but we are putting a platform out there for all of us to understand and to learn and to and to share all this knowledge. And I say that because, like, I just go back to when we were doing the fishing today, and uh, we were and I was recording. And when I post these things, for me, I post because some of my friends would will never have that experience. Some of my friends will never be in Australia and see all these things so mm. I I am the window for them so they can see this and be like oh so this is how it is yeah. and this is how you know you do certain things and so that they can have the knowledge to be like oh if their kids ever ask oh no that's how you do it because they just have you know what I mean they've seen it in real life and, yeah. and the things I do some days I wish you know if I was a kid I would know and I would see so I do that for all other people who never will have that opportunity and and I've always done it that way I remember I did farming back home in Ireland just for to help my friend out and we were milking cows I used to record it and then post it up and then people were like oh so that's how it's done I wouldn't have known but I experienced (laughs) it and then you know what I mean so I do all that and I post it up so that you can see 
and if you already do all that shout out to you you know well done and and if you if you do want to learn how to fish don't watch brian's videos no don't do that no 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 no, no. if you if you if you want to learn how to how to lay on the boat and be seasick just just watch watch so that's what my I'm line's saying. tangled <laughs> um but the fact that the reason i was sharing that is that this is that for us we get to share knowledge that you probably are wondering at home and we get to put it up for you so you can see what it is you know and um but i think yeah the reason we're doing this pod mm. is because it's good noise it's good noise and put we, some good noise in your life that's right 100%. put some good noise in your life but we thank you we love you and if there's anything you have questions about and you want us to talk about contact us wherever uh people usually uh, we, people are contacting us more on the facebook isn't it yeah so contact us on the facebook we have an lds page and just contact us there private messages and we will talk about it we will answer the questions we know some couple of smart people the brothers um uh, you know that what, bro- what brothers the two brothers <laughs> <laughs> two brothers <laughs> um you know so yeah just let's share some love and we will see you on oh we're going to post this up sunday yeah we should. When, yeah wednesday the night yeah yeah so we'll see you on wednesday wednesday night yep. seven and let's learn together but thank you very much and thank you for listening to lds down under down under I believe that among the greatest lessons we're to learn in this short sojourn upon the earth are lessons that help us distinguish between what is important and what is not. And what is most important almost always involves the people around us. Often we assume that they must know how much we love them, but we should never assume we should let them know. Wrote William Shakespeare, they do not love that do not show their love. Despite the changes which come into our lives, may we fill our days as much as we can with those things which matter most. May we cherish those we hold dear and express our love to them in word and in deed. Send that note to the friend you've been neglecting. Give your child a hug. Give your parents a hug. Say, I love you more. Always express your thanks. Never let a problem to be solved become more important than a person to be loved.